Unfortunately, I have wrapped all of the video for this episode before I found out that uh, Kevin Conroy had passed away. While not strictly an audio kind of guy, he was a great singer in connection to his work as a uh, voice actor and an on-screen actor. We cannot overestimate how good of a Batman that Kevin Conroy played and I am so glad that he got a chance to play in Crisis and Infinite Earths on CW even given the weaknesses of that script and that implementation of Batman Kevin Conroy was Batman for just a little while the old mill shop sends its respects to his family Rather than summarizing the show ahead or telling a ghost story this week or coming up with some other cute uh, story to share, I want to tell you about a band that's being hyped over on TikTok and even being called out by Rod Stewart himself, The Vintage Explosion. This group's a Scottish uh, retro 60s band that is playing a lot of the classic 60s tunes. I've downloaded their first album live at the Blue Arrow Club and I've played it at least three times in the last 24 hours. They have very good versions of The Wanderer, Smoke Gets in Your Eyes, and Pennies from Heaven. They even have a pretty decent version of Mess Around, even if the lead vocalist has no ability to take on Ray Charles. But then again, who ever has a chance at trying to take on Ray Charles? But the rest of but Mess Around is a band uh, tune since each part of the band gets to show off and their band shows off on Mess Around. So go out, go on to Apple Music or on Spotify and download live at the Blue Arrow Club and take a listen. Now, on with the show. We have over 100 years of wonderful recorded music out there. So why do most people listen to the same 100 songs? Like the treasures on the shelves of a thrift shop. There are so many great songs out there waiting for us to find. Let's find those treasures together. I am David Rankin, and this is the Old Mill Shop. Greetings fellow shoppers, it's Friday, November 18th, and this is the Old Mill Shop. Let's talk about the first segment of the day, Album of the Month. There's a group of fishermen, coast guarders, and lifeboatmen from Port Isaac, Cornwall in England who got together on their free weekends and formed a uh, small group called the Fisherman's Friends. They started playing the pubs and playing fundraising concerts here and there for various charities when people started noticing, hey, they can sing. Well, eventually a guy from Universal Records in England came into town on vacation and said, hey, this bunch of fishermen really can sing and they got discovered they had put out a couple of albums on their own independently but nothing like uh, what they did once universal supported them they've released at least four albums on universal records they've had two movies 
released about them. Although I'm not sure if you can find the second one in the U.S. yet, and I haven't looked for the first one. It's a British favorite. A few people have turned over in the band because they've had some people who've retired due to age. A couple of people have passed away. Uh, So they've had a little bit of band turnover, but it's still fishermen and people who make their money off the sea. They're only semi-professional as musicians now. They still work their primary uh, careers and handle music as a side gig. I've decided to combine three EPs that were released by the Fisherman's Friends that are on Apple Music into one album for you. There's several songs that overlap, so really it's only about 11 or 12 songs out of the 15 that count as an album. It's the Sea Shanties EP, the Shanty Lobster and Beer EP, and the Sea Shanty The Hits EP. But put those three together, uh, delete the duplicates, and you have a really neat early hits album for the Fisherman's Friends. It's an incredible collection of traditional sea songs done their way. Drunken Sailor is one that's covered by a lot of people, including Home Free, but the Friends put their own spin on it. Few would bounce the between verses of making the drunk guy sleep with the captain's daughter to a hard sing of keel hauling, keel hauling, and still make you think that they're trying to stay pleasant in the middle. The the band has some really interesting interpretations of keep hauling, swoop John B and John Kanaka as, as well. But I think the two um, songs that rise to the occasion are Nelson's Blood. This hints at the b- bodiness of sea shanties, and it refers to an old uh, legend of tapping the Admiral. When uh, Lord Nelson died at Trafalgar, his body was put into a cask of brandy and topped off to try to preserve it for the way home. The legend goes, of course, uh, some of the brandy evaporated. Uh, Look up the angel's share. Any any alcohol in a cask is going to have some evaporation. However, the false story goes that there was a lot less brandy in with the Admiral than there should have been. That someone during the trip tapped the Admiral. This tradition does go into uh, a tradition of drinking directly from a whiskey barrel. If you've bought the whiskey from sketchy sources, you never know what's in it. But there are a lot of stories of people drinking from poorly sourced kegs and finding out at the bottom that there's something dead been preserved in it. So the final song I'll call out is No Hopers, Jokers, and Rogues. This made the fisherman's friend in the first place. The internet is full of people leaving comments about how this song has helped them through depression or hopelessness. I adore it and it cheers me as well. I've never been blessed with a master plan in my life, either when my wife was alive or afterwards. We we both joked that uh, life was what happened to us while we were making plans and usually the bigger the plans we make, the more God laughed. I can see every step of the way in the past where someone else's plan worked out well. But this song reminds me me that it's okay to be almost 50 to be single and have no plan and that's exactly where the the no hopers the jokers and the rogues have the most fun and are the most used to god 
for me, and I'm going to bring it on. Now, it's a little hard to find Fisherman's Friend on Apple Music. I'll show you some um, cuts here of spelling that the main uh, artist page is The Fisherman's Friend. There is at least one Fisherman's Friend, and there's at least one or two Fisherman's Friends, plural, apostrophe S. Um, I'll do my best to put up some uh, links to show uh, some pictures on the on this to show the the various ways that they're showing up in Apple Music. Today's two for one special: Billy Jean by the Civil War. So before we reach the two for one special, let me summarize the music minutes for the week. Monday it was Pompeii by Bastille. Tuesday I feel love Blue Man Group with Venus Hum. Wednesday Champagne Tastes by Home Free. Thursday the Jungle Animals by Latin SD, and Friday, Barton Hollow, The Civil Wars. The two-for-one special today is Billie Jean by The Civil Wars. This, of course, is a cover of the hit by Michael Jackson. For me, I love the change in speed, the change in tone, the change in style. They've taken an upbeat, quick song that sometimes I had trouble understanding what Michael Jackson was saying to the point where several of the lyrics were garbled. I had to read lyrics to understand, hey, wait a minute, he's talking about a kid. But I like the Civil War style of singing better than I like Michael Jackson's style. But that that's purely taste. I really hate that the Civil Wars appear to have managed to let personal problems interfere with their ability to sing together. Joy Williams claimed that there was no way that the two of them could love each other because one of their songs says, I don't love you and I always will. And in one way that's true that how could someone who loves someone else sing that? Um, You could like someone and sing it, but how can you love someone and sing it? But on the other hand, their chemistry was just too palatable. It was just too clear that they had some going on and if you look at through history the the singers like Dolly Parton and Kenny Rogers and other people who had obvious chemistry and obvious love for one another but managed to keep it uh, platonic and non-disruptive you hate to see that uh, Joy Williams and John Paul White just just seem to not fall on the bad side. They're not the first hit, hit a rocky patch because they couldn't manage the fields, but you just hate to see that because as much as I love John Paul White singing with Rodney Crowell and Roseanne Cash, the, the two of them together were more than the sum of their parts. And I also hate to see Joy Williams looks like she might not be a practicing Christian, or at least her faith has some rocky period. Of course, a divorce will do that to a person. So I hate that she's had a divorce and that he, uh, that she may be having a rocky spot in her faith. At least songs we have, we do have. So let's listen to this one, Billie Jean by the Civil Wars. Why would you want to buy new or use CDs in the streaming era? 
There are several reasons why I like to actually own the CDs, own the physical platter, even though I'm getting a lot of music by streaming and uh, being able to get access to more music than I've ever had. The first one, and we won't cover it a lot because we've covered it before, if I'm buying the CD from the musician, that's a more direct way of helping them than any other way that I have. If I'm paying them the money, I've helped the musician. In return, I've got music. A second reason for it is I own the music. When a streaming service and an artist or a label get into a spat, they can turn off supplying the music and you don't have access anymore. That can take a while sometimes. Also, there's an open question about the inheritability of downloaded mp3s and itunes songs most songs that people buy from amazon from google from apple music from the uh, artist directly the mp3 or the mp4 file the aac file you don't actually own the file you own non-exclusive non-transferable license to play that file so when you die or say you must give your music collection to your kids or to the Metropolitan Museum or anyone else, you can't. Now for the most part, I don't care because for the most part, used music has had very little value. But for someone like me who has a large collection, I might want to donate that someday. Or I might want my kids to have it or grandkids. On the other hand, those 10 boxes that are upstairs, they're physical property. They're mine. I can do with what I want to with them. I can give them to whom I want to give them. I also admit that I'm a bit of a collector on these, so it's very exciting to have a list of these are the albums I'm looking for right now. And yeah, it took me it took me a year or two to find this album in a used store somewhere, but I found it by golly, and I only paid two bucks for it. So there, if you're searching new is obviously easy. Amazon, eBay, Walmart, usual suspects. I prefer to buy used. You get less support to the artists, but if you use Apple Music or Spotify and add a used CD to your collection, the artist does get a kickback for that. We're going to hold that subject till next week and possibly the week after if it takes two weeks, depending on how long it takes to show how to add your music to the to various cloud providers. Where's one go for used music? My first favorite place is Half Price Books or a similar used book and used CD chain. I am a huge fan of Half Price Books. If I'm traveling a large distance, I will deliberately plan my trip so that I can stop at Half Price Books along the way. Most stores that have CDs have a clearance selection of CDs. Either main CDs will be at eye level and then the clearance will be below or you go back into the clearance section in the back of the store and some of the racks will be CDs instead of books. Half Price Books, Half Price Books also has dedicated outlet stores where they sell larger numbers of clearance CDs at significantly lower prices. Number two, a lot of uh, local record stores and CD stores will have used sec. They will accept trade-ins or buy CDs and you can 
buy used CDs from them. Some stores are really good and they have really good prices. Sometimes it's a ripoff. I also, as a third option, like to check library sales. We have a large public library in our town that has a dedicated store in the basement that sells the books and the CDs that are being removed from distribution from the library to help fund the library's activities. Smaller towns may get together and put up like a yard sale-like event where items that are coming off regular distribution are then sold. I've had less success with Goodwill and other thrift stores of late. Depending on how the economy's going, sometimes they have increased their prices and cause there are places to sell CDs. You get less CDs in a Goodwill than otherwise. But on the other hand, sometimes they'll just be that little gem, uh, that one CD that I've been looking for everywhere that ends up in a Goodwill. So thrift stores are one final place that I'll look for. Once you have the CDs, we need to take those CDs and get them onto the uh, computer and into Apple Music or Spotify so that you can play them anywhere on your phone or iPad or whatever. This is usually going to take a computer, unfortunately. Usually there's no way to hook a CD player up to the iPad or to the phone. So we're going to take next week and possibly the week after to talk about the process of how to do that. So on that note, we're wrapping up another week of the Old Mill Shop. Thanks for stopping by. We'll see you next week. Please come back for the next episode of the Old Mill Shop. Thanks to Apple for use of the Samantha voice. Thanks to Zapsplat at www.zapsplat.com for theme song and incidental music. Copyright David W. Rankin Jr. DBA The Old Mill Shop Music Experience.